0: The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service, nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.
1: Good evening and welcome to the first Tuesday topic after the American Council of the Blind Convention held in Schaumburg, Illinois, uh, over the last eon or so. <laughs> yes, it does Paul feel that way, it? <laughs> <laughs> it does. This is Paul <laughs> Edwards and with me is my co-host Brian Charlson. Hey, Brian.
2: Hey everybody. Uh have I recovered yet? Well, I have to say all the suitcases are empty and the laundry is done.
1: Huh. Can't say that in my house. I I brought a, a cold and a sore throat back with me, as you guys can probably hear. So um so I have not done an awful lot. Mr. Larry, how was your convention experience? Was it good?
0: Yes, it was. Uh, no thanks to United Airlines, which we'll, we may get into, but, but yeah. the overall convention experience was lots of fun. Yeah. Met some terrific people who i had never met before and met a lot of people that I had known through Zoom and the phone, and it was so good to actually have the chance to meet them. So I enjoyed myself, had a great time, and only got lost That's- seven or eight 70 or 80 times. I'm not sure how that, the number, but it does happen. Yep.
1: And and Mr. Rick.
3: Yeah. Hi. <laughs> how are you? I'm, I'm finally catching was... up on, on my sleep.
2: Yeah. Yes. I can imagine. I can imagine. Did you ever get three square meals a day?
3: Yeah. Well, food was not a problem. Um, and also drink was not a problem. I don't know if you guys heard <laughs> my drink story.
1: No, No, we did um, not, but you can tell (laughs) us if you want to share. uh,
3: When we first got to the hotel, we had a meeting with the hotel staff, and actually it was a a private meeting at Starbucks with this um, woman, Heidi, who was the event coordinator for the hotel, and she was really uh, paying a lot of attention to Janet and myself for reasons I don't really understand, but I took advantage of it and i said heidi you know the last place we were at you know they they gave us this really nice space for our av offices we actually had five small offices in a in a in, in in a place that was called the show offices and we had our own keys and stuff and i said heidi the space is great but the last place we were at they brought us in a glass front refrigerator stocked with diet coke <laughs> And she said to me, will that make you happy? And I said, Heidi, I'm only kidding. I, Please, you know, d- don't even go there. I'm only kidding. About 730 that night, the door opens and there's this guy huffing and puffing, pushing this refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I'm here to make you happy. I'm here to make you happy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
1: And did it have a glass front?
3: It, w- it had a glass yeah. front. It said Renaissance Hotel <laughs> all over it. It was the, the exact same refrigerators that they were using at like the cafe and stuff. And it was stocked with Pepsi products. So it water. wasn't Diet Coke, but yep. because they don't serve Diet Coke there, but it was full of mm-hmm. Pepsi products. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, uh, Mountain Dew and Diet Mountain Dew and something called Sparky. I think it was called. I'd never seen that brand before. It was a lemon lime drink and. And some juices and water and Diet Pepsi and Pepsi and, you know. Just <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool. I, cer-
2: I certainly hope the men's room was close to the uh, AV station.
3: Yeah, well, it, the the men's rooms were relatively close once you <laughs> got the layout of the place. Yeah. It it yeah. ended up that there was a men's room directly above where we were.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. So I, didn't, <laughs>
3: oh. I, I, I didn't share all the secrets. <laughs> <there>.
0: <laughs> no, um, you didn't.
3: But uh, now we had the the offices actually in you know opened on two different hallways, and one of them uh, was where the elevator was that went from uh, level one to level two, and when you when you got off at level two and you took a right, it was right there. The men's room was right there.
1: That's excellent.
3: Right, it's right. An name, the by the way, f-
2: logistical thing to work out.
3: Yeah.
1: By the know, way, folks, our, our our other usual suspect, Marianne, is ill with uh with a, a bad toothache and a swollen face so we've sort of we've sort of given her the night off um but yeah she i'm should not, be back not sure she'd us.
3: appreciate everybody the letting everybody know she's got a swollen face but you know
1: well, well too late.
3: we
2: don't usually have the video <laughs> on for this call anyway
1: <laughs> that's true so brian um were there were there highlights of the convention for you that 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 you would talk about well again like
2: larry was saying earlier the best part of the convention was getting to see friends of many years yes. and to meet people who i only knew their voice and to meet them in person
4: absolutely I agree even, with even
2: even those people and out within, out of any group you know they'll be two or three people that you just find incredibly annoying, but it was more amusing to hear them. <laughs> than It was annoying uh, to hear them. Oh yeah, I know that voice. Oh yeah, that voice. And uh, or, that oh come really on, fun. you, you got to
3: talk that. about who those people are, Brian. Oh, oh I would never
2: say such a thing. <laughs> I would never say such a thing. Uh, no,
1: but well, yeah, it's that funny. Was, that
3: was people, they're not nearly as annoying though in person, are they?
1: No. Cause you can no. walk away. Boys, some of them are, Well,
3: it's it's, one thing I noticed, you know, I went to the FIA showcase, right? And they did um, open mic night afterwards. And there was some karaoke, which is absolutely annoying when it's on the radio. That wasn't quite as bad live, I noticed.
2: That's a good thing. Yeah. That's a good thing. There is something to be said about the value of having an audience right in front of you when you're performing versus on the other end of a microphone someplace in the, I, on the planet
1: i i had an fia ticket but i did not go um, i'm not even sure i remember why now but i had the ticket didn't go um yeah, it was a very it, good, um,
3: it was a very well yeah. done fia it was,
1: oh i think I, so
2: i have yeah. to say one of the differences about this convention than most of the ones i've attended is at the end of the convention i hadn't not used if you will double double negative there. I had not not used the ticket. All my tickets. I attended everything I paid for. And that was that was good. I didn't even get uh, tired of breakfast, you know, because we had the same breakfast. You went to a morning breakfast they, by the NIFB and AFB mm-hmm. and M-O-U-S-E and yeah. all the alphabet soup. It was always the same breakfast. But nonetheless, it was a well done breakfast. Except yeah, it didn't think,
1: include toast. I think we did. We did five morning breakfasts in a row. I think you didn't do families, Brian. But I did not do families. Was it the yeah. same? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Um, and and it's it's the first place that we've ever that we've ever done um, breakfasts where where there was absolutely no. No toast, no biscuits, no pastries, no nothing. No, Very no,
2: none of that kind of carb stuff at all. Hmm. But I would exchange that for bottomless orange juice, which was there.
1: Yeah. Uh, and, and, and that uh, was a for-
2: lifetime membership one. That was yeah. terrific because we got to have a mimosa or a Bloody Mary with our breakfast.
1: Well, that's that's at your table, not at mine. <laughs>
2: At every
0: table, except yours, yours. (laughs) maybe
1: so. Perhaps at every seat, except mine. Who knows? It could be. (laughs) Could be. But but I was sitting right next to our to our uh, to our president, and she didn't get one either. So uh,
0: anyway, but yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute.
2: Wait a minute now. She said she wasn't a life member. So maybe it only No, she's going to be I don't think she is yet. I know she's going to be. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. But at that time she announced when we were going around yeah. the room
0: that no, she wasn't true. yet
2: a life member.
0: So yes, maybe but, but they but were
2: withholding them from her. But you are a life member, are you not? I am a life.
0: I am. Oh. There's a rumor that so, she got one after the breakfast but didn't tell you, Paul. But, <laughs> and i it just will. started the rumor so i know it's true <laughs> yeah
2: not the life membership the mimosa
1: correct yeah, I got Correct. You. yeah
5: yeah
1: <laughs> the, the the world anyway. the world won't, won't end regardless yeah no um, uh so food overall yes
2: and, because that's an important part of a convention in my world yes but food overall was was pretty good mm-hmm. uh I ate some things I hadn't eaten before. And, uh, that's part of the fun of going someplace else. Corn fritters, for example, um, uh, hmm. which was really quite good in a spicy honey food. dipping sauce. Yeah. It was really quite good. Um, and then, oh Lord, I've got a, you know, my sister went with us this year. So we were a party of four Vicki him, myself, and my sister, Leslie. And Leslie and I decided to go to downtown Chicago, uh, which was a bit of a trek. And we did so by paratransit, working out all the logistics. And thank you to the uh, transportation team and the Chicago folks for giving us all the wherewithal, the contact who had to be contacted to make all that happen. But anyway, we got on the... 12 passenger bus that picked us up from the hotel. This is just my sister and I. We drove for an hour. We then sat in a parking lot for an hour. And then we drove for another hour. Again, all of this, just the two of us and the driver to downtown Chicago. Took three and a half hours from leaving the hotel to sitting down at a restaurant in Chicago to have a Chicago dog. You guys know what a Chicago dog is?
1: I do, but you I can th- tell the folks who like I think might not. I do.
2: So you take a steamed, not roasted, hot dog, and you put it on a steamed, not grilled hot dog roll. Then you add to that, uh, let's see, you add to that a slice of tomato, a pickled spear, mustard, the most neon green sweet relish you can get your hands on and raw onion. Yeah. Uh, And that's, that's a Chicago. Oh, I forgot one important thing. Uh, Celery salt. Don't ask. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway. So I had one of those and I also shared a Italian beef sandwich, which is a, very, very tender roast beef sliced so thin that it's almost impossible to move it without it falling apart on a uh, soft roll. And uh, with, you ordered it either dry or wet. Now, I thought of this as kind of like a French dip sandwich, right? Was majeur you dip it in? No, it was a gravy which you could choose to have them dip your entire sandwich in or have it on the side and you dip it as you please and three out of four people order it dipped i just can't imagine that talk about needing napkins but nonetheless so i did that i thought i would go to a second place uh, got tired out before that took uber an 80 dollar ride back to the hotel so <laughs> That sandwich and that hot dog collectively cost me 110 hundred and ten, hundred and twenty $120 for two hot dogs, a beef sandwich, french fries, and a lemonade. So it was the most expensive non steak meal I've ever had. But Achim. it was, you know, it was the Chicago experience. I understand Achim. Rick had a fine meal. There, my friend
1: Rick. Tell Rick, us, are you
2: there to tell us about your fine steak dinner?
3: <laughs> what the one the at the place the restaurant that I managed to get a reservation at that had been closed for three years? That one,
2: that one, yeah. Is that the one you're talking about?
3: Oh,
0: yeah. So <laughs> I, that's where you started. <laughs> yeah. Was that the Lowrys? Is that the one you're talking about?
3: Yeah, I, I lived in Chicago in the late seventies and. Lowry's the prime rib was uh, a really cool place to go. And uh, when I got to Chicago, I figured, hey, it's been 50 years since I've been there. So I better check the internet to see if it's still there. And I uh, Googled Lowry's the prime rib Chicago and up popped a web page that had um, and prices and the address on, on Ontario street. And I said, yeah, that's the place. And somehow off of that, I hit a reservation link. I went to Open Table, uh, made a reservation for 8.30 on July 4th, um, got a confirmation that I swear to God, I was looking at the confirmation, I wish I had taken a, a, a screen print, a print screen, but I swear to God, it said Ontario Street, listed a phone number, area code 312 phone number, the whole nine yards. And I, I did not look at my uh, confirmation that um, that came uh, via email until after I got there. So we we take an Uber and it wasn't too bad. It was a fifty-five dollar Uber ride going in, and, you know, and and even an Uber, uh, it said Lowry's the prime rib and the right address. It was still in there as a as a landmark and, and everything. So we get outside the place and uh, you know, I was with Ryan Cordell, the my audio guy, and uh, right and he uh he was pretty funny because he didn't want to be the one to tell me the place was closed right so we're we're standing outside this place and i said yeah you know we're on the other side of the street i said ryan that's it right there i recognize that's it that's it and he said well it's pretty quiet over there and uh, (laughs) (laughs) then he then he said rick uh uh you know, going through his phone, he says, This place closed on July first. Well, it was July 1st, year 2020 that it had closed. And um so uh you know, it it uh, so it's like, well when I got home, you know, and when I when I got home here, I said I gotta retrace my steps here and 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 see how the hell I would have made that mistake. But I looked at my phone in the meantime, you know, uh, after all this happened. And I did have a reservation, and it was for Lowry's The Prime be- Rib, Beverly Hills. I <laughs> see. <laughs> now, now that
2: would have been an override.
3: Yes. Yeah, that, that that would have been one hell of an override. So That's a Beverly great Lowry's. Hills. That's
0: good. I've been yeah, in, yeah. And,
3: and, and so was the one <laughs> that used to be in Chicago. Okay, yeah, That was a great one, too, back in 1978, whenever I lived there. So... um yeah. And the open table people actually charged me seventy five dollars no show fee. Oh no! And wrote me this really nasty email asking me to explain why I had not shown up in fifty words or less. Right. So I had to cut out all of the expletives. Yes. Uh, when <laughs> I was writing <laughs> this thing to get it down to you know, seventy four words intelligibly. So they write me back and they say, okay, we've forgiven you. We've taken the $75 back. We marked your record. We ex- expunged it from your record so that your record doesn't show that you had a no-show. It's it's like, come geez, on, you know, this is a place yeah. that makes <laughs> reservations for restaurants. And and they're treating me like an absolute criminal. Um so I, you know, and of course I was gonna write back to these folks and I look at the email address and it's from no reply. Don't you love emails that come oh, from reply? No. I hate them. Oh they're God, the, they, they drive me nuts. And, a, they're, and a, they're the and most
1: a, popular author.
3: Yeah, and it's <laughs> open, the, the open table team. And okay, so you know, let me try to reach out to you. No, no, no way, no way. You know, it, it need help? Uh, you know, call some eight hundred number. But anyway, so so Ryan, being the very industrious guy that he is. Um, the rock and roller that he is, Ryan uh, Ryan Cordell, who was uh, the you know my chief audio guy at, at the convention, uh, the second year in a row he did Omaha as well. is actually a professional musician and uh, t- has toured with people such as John Legend and Michael Bolton and other people. So nice. he knows his way around uh, <laughs> around the apps on the phone. And he says, there's a place, Rick, three blocks from here called the Chicago Chop House. So we went to the Chicago Chop House. We had two steaks. $400 later, we knew what the difference was between wet-aged and dry-aged. You talk about wet or dry, Brian. Mm. Our our waitress actually gave us a 20-minute class on the difference between wet-aged steaks and dry-aged steaks and how they taste different they bite different all this kind of stuff but you know two steaks 400 bucks it was you know it was okay and so and, i i had and, i i had a porterhouse i had some left over and she said Do you want to bring it back i said nah, there I, I didn't want to bring it back the next morning i wake up and i said son of a gun you know i i should have brought that thing back you know i yeah sure you know for for that kind of money before i and took back the macro the leftover macaroni and cheese which was hysterical <laughs>
6: Ha <laughs>
3: <laughs> ha! <laughs> oh Lord,
2: help me! Lord, help me!
3: <laughs> and I asked him the next morning. And you know, we're up there uh, during, the, during the AV and church session. I leaned over to him. I said, "What you have for breakfast? Do you have the mac and cheese?" He said, "Yeah." I said, "Did you know that there's a, there was a microwave oven at, at, over by the uh, uh, the ice machine oh, at the end of the hall?" And he said, yeah. oh, "Damn! I would have been able to go down and warm my macaroni and cheese up." But anyway. Yep yeah so so that, that was my story there. so uh, cool. last last year now when I was at convention, i uh you know I was part of the crew that went to a baseball game that didn't happen um you know with yep. matt a- with Matt Ader and Eric Burges. so yes. I need I need to reach out to both those guys and tell them that I'm, I've won up them now with another story <laughs> that's that's equal and <laughs> as bizarre. So I guess you know people are not going to want to have dinner with me. Uh, for those of you who didn't know the baseball story you know Matt Ader was well, taking Eric and I to uh, to a baseball game over at the what was the name of that minor league team out there the Omaha
0: they're the they're the AAA farm club of the Kansas City Royals
3: yeah I forget what the name of storm, it was but storm now, storm chasers storm chasers yeah storm chasers yeah and so so we come out of the hotel and Matt is telling folks, asking folks, where's the baseball park? And they kept pointing like three blocks from where we were, the baseball parks over there, right? So we're walking towards a baseball park. And I mean, there's nobody around. This is July 4th and there's nobody anywhere to be found. So we finally get to the baseball park and realize that was the College World Series baseball park and, and not the baseball park where the storm chasers play. So we're standing there, we're looking at each other, you know, and it's probably by the, you know, by now it's the second inning of the game because we were, you know, we were late and, and we're looking at each other, like, how are we going to find out where the real park is? And and all of a sudden Matt says, gee, maybe I should look at the tickets. (laughs) (laughs) We said, yeah, brilliant idea. And sure enough, the tickets, Said where the park was in the address, and we got an Uber. And and, and that game, what was the? Um, you were at that game, weren't yeah. you? Brian? Or I, or, I was. Not, I don't yeah. know how yeah. many home runs was, they uh, hit, now, but it was like twenty six to went down two into AAA history. Do you guys remember why?
0: Because they scored so many runs. Number of home runs. Home runs. It was the most number, number of home runs, runs
3: in the history of, of the the team, and I think one of the highest number of home runs in yeah. the uh, in the history of that league too. Um, with they're averaging like three or four home runs an inning, I think. Oh yeah, you know, it was like, it was it was like, and you know, and tonight everybody that's here is doing this in lieu of the um, all star game, all star game. But I am recording so, it
1: <laughs> so I can hear it later. Well, see, see, I I should have thought of
3: doing that. So 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 anyway, um, so so aren't you glad yeah. you asked me that question, guys?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. So now that we've killed ten minutes of the show,
0: I think the show's over. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mr. Larry, any any highlights for you of the
0: convention? Just getting there was a highlight. Boy,
1: uh, or 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 a low light.
0: Or a low light. It, well, yeah. I mean, I it got to the point where because uh, I had two flight cancellations, as you know, uh, one going to the convention and then getting from. Chicago to Louisville where we had our barbershop convention and John and I received 50-year pins, although mine was belated by two days. I, I got canceled when I got to the airport and so they put me up in a Hilton hotel and I went over the next night and finally got there. Um, I would say the highlight was not, was not only meeting people but just being with people that I knew uh, only on the phone. Or because in this case, I got to actually meet them in person. Just spending time with people was fun. Uh, going to a lot of the different... Some of the different events. I didn't get to a lot of them. But I went to several of them and enjoyed myself a lot. I I just enjoyed the whole week. It was a tiring week in that I had to do this at both hotels. But as, as I was telling Paul, by the end of the week, I was in two very, very, very large hotels because we were at the Gold House in Kentucky. And it got to the point where physically and stress-related, I, I said, I just want to get the heck out of here and go home. I'm tired of constantly thinking, okay, what do I do now? Where do I go? What direction do I turn? After a while, that gets to be a bit much. That was a low light, but it was expected because what else are you going to do? I did have Ira, and I did have my glasses. But after a while, it was like, I just want to go. And I, I'm, And if I can get some help somewhere, I don't care I'll do it and security helped in in a large part to get me from place to place because it was just, it was tough after a while, doing that all day long but but I enjoyed it but it was so nice to get home and I won't rag on the airlines. I will not rag on the airlines. There are spirit airlines and that's all I'll say.
7: uh, Oh, I see.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, I, I have to say that that whole business of getting around, I have never felt so Non-independent. Agreed. At an ACB convention. Um, now I was blaming it on my vertigo, but uh, I saw—I didn't see anybody being all that super independent. The hallways with the little uh, seated seating nooks mm-hmm. along the length of it—you yep. had to learn how to walk down the center Absolutely. of the hallway because
0: you're going to hit somebody if you, if you touched
2: don't. an edge. You're in trouble. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Yep. Um, and even though I found two different ways to get from my hotel room to you know the general session and that kind of stuff, the fact of the matter is I don't remember a time where I didn't have to get some help to put me back on the right path at least once each time.
0: Brian, I was amazed, and, and I guess I shouldn't be, but people who have vision or low vision had huge advantages over us because we had to memorize routes Based on what finally got us there, they could look across and and cross the hotel, not in a straight line, but diagonals, wherever they needed to go. Anything they took me, fifth, say, 10 minutes to get to, they could get there in three or two. Yep. Yep. And the stress well, level in that regard is so but, much but that's
1: nicer. Al- that's also true of guide dogs.
0: It is. Absolutely it is. Oh, sure. Yeah. People who had guide yeah, dogs it, had it, it, was, it a lot easier yeah. than we did.
2: So, and, and again, you know, I, I was blaming it on my vertigo, so I'm glad that I can just blame it on the hotel <laughs> slash conference center. It was the nature of how it was designed. Yeah. Very, uh, yeah. It was probably really a good design for business-type conferences mm-hmm. because there were lots of places to step aside sure. and have a
1: conversation. Let's just go but, sit but, over here kind of stuff was everywhere. hmm yeah, but but actually Brian, it was also if if you finally got it into your head, it was also pretty straight paths. Um
0: it was. It was squared almost.
1: Yeah. I mean it, it so I mean it, there there were there were lots of paths and um getting to a couple of them could sometimes be tricky, but they were for the most part straight. It wasn't like some hotels that are, that are sort of oddly shaped from ground from square one.
0: I didn't even mind it, the pillars. In, say again.
2: I didn't what, even what, mind the what pillars. what's the purpose of those pillars?
0: To hold up Did the building. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't mind them. They were them. all artistic. They <laughs> were huge, but <laughs> I didn't mind them.
1: Yeah.
2: Did you um, run the, into uh, any interesting pieces of art? Because there was a lot of of modern art uh, that was part of the general decor. I did not There
0: didn't. was this yes. one wall. Somebody did of though. I didn't.
2: Ball chains, you know, yeah. like uh, like you might have on a key ring or something. Oh,
0: I did hear or those beads. As beads? Yeah. <laughs>
2: beads, yeah, yeah. They they were literally ball chains.
1: Uh, and, and there's there's supposed to be the entrance to the bar.
2: And, yeah. that's what i'm saying half decor and half modern art yeah some of the light pictures were just as bizarre let let's talk about i have to say that i thought the program was absolutely terrific
8: yeah if i I had any
2: complaint it was i wanted to be in two places at once
1: very good um Mr. Larry, any thoughts about the program?
0: I, I've heard some, because uh, I was gone for most of what ACBDA did. I've heard it subsequently later on. And I, I just thought the people who they, well, I was on the committee. so but, but the people who actually spoke, hit it out of the park. They were just marvelous. Some incredible information. I helped uh, with IAC, facilitated one of them. We did a lot of it on accessibility, uh, web pages, especially blind people right. working towards accessibility. That was extremely interesting. I enjoyed those, and I'd get a chance to see a few others, but I, I didn't see or hear anything that was just something that I had wished I had not gotten involved with or gotten to to listen to. I thought everybody did a fine job.
1: One of the One of the interesting things that that was done this year for the first time since uh, Brian and I were were president and vice president was doing breakout sessions one morning
0: Oh uh, like on any Sunday morning participating in those yeah. yep uh, no we were working on some small little issues that needed to get fixed back in the back And that's why they did that on Sunday so that we would have that time if anything really catastrophically went wrong. Correct, And it worked out really, really well.
1: So that, uh, so that of course, in, in, to, to be clear for those who weren't there, the, the sessions that were held on Sunday morning were not in the same place that, um, that our general sessions were held on all the other days. They were moved out of there and there were two sessions that were located in two different rooms.
0: I thought it was a great Which were
1: idea. essentially the, the two rooms that were used for hybrid presentations mm-hmm. um, all all during
3: the week. Hey, guys. Gene Mann's here. Oh.
9: Hi,
1: hello. Gene,
9: could, Hi Gene. Hello, is. Yes. So, now, um, so, You had a
1: fall once during yeah. the convention, I hear.
9: Yes, I did. I was... I, I had just come from the, I had been at the AAVL luncheon and they did a thing on Alzheimer's and then they were going to do another session and I thought oh. I'm going to run out to the ladies room. Wow. And I was on my way back and somebody who wasn't using their cane plowed into me and I didn't think anybody could knock me down, but he did. <laughs>
0: Is that when so that happened it, right after the luncheon? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow!
9: So, um, with my back and my knees and my weight, I couldn't get myself up. So, you know, people came running over, and they they did call the paramedics and make sure I was all right. But I will have to tell you, my back hurt for three days after
10: that. Mm.
9: <laughs> but I bet that's I, right. yeah, yeah. And and it was funny because everywhere I went, people said, "We heard you fell. Are you all right?" Or or I was with um, Mike Godino and Laurie Scharf a mm-hmm. lot this week, mm-hmm. that week. You know, they they uh-huh. were New Yorkers, and they're now in Virginia. And Laurie said, "Every time I see somebody that we know, they ask if you're all right." So, it was embarrassing, but it was actually kind of nice that you know people were concerned.
1: It's amazing how well the rumor mills still work.
9: Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So, what
1: did what did you think of the convention, Miss Jean?
9: Um, I, as with Brian, my favorite part was just getting together with people. Um, I, I, I didn't get to all the sessions I wanted to. I figure when they come out as podcasts I'll listen to them um the the general sessions I was glad they put us back in states you know it just made it easier to sit and discuss things and 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 just be with the people that you know you wanted to be with Mm -hmm. so I was glad they did that Um, yeah
1: that was a that was an interesting thing let's explain that to folks traditionally um sort of pre-pandemic um one of the things that you announced when you did your, when you did your credentials report on Sunday evening, as part of the roll call was how many chairs you wanted. And that was supposed to drive how things were going to be set up so that the next morning, when you got there, there would be state signs on each table and you'd be able to figure out where your particular state was supposed to sit. Last year, um, the state signs weren't used, and this year, I think the plan, it's unclear whether the plan was to use them or not to use them, um, but there were certainly some of us who felt like using them was a good tradition and that that we ought to use them. And so by Monday, um, they were available, and a lot of us, um, certainly I did, chose to sit where my state was supposed to be, thinking that if there were other folks from my state um, who I didn't know were going to be there, they might choose to come too, so I'd find out they were there. Did you sit in Massachusetts, Brian? I sure did. And we were rather pleased
2: with our location. Far back left corner, and the table was all ours, which was way more table than Massachusetts needed. But we were so far back and so easy to find that we never had trouble finding our table coming and going. But we were out of alphabetical order. Somewhere or other. Yep. We're supposed to be right there next to Maryland and and the yep. like. And instead we were by Kentucky. Go figure.
9: We were <laughs> we were like the third row back in the center. And we shared a table with New Jersey. And I think maybe even North Carolina, I'm not sure. And we still had empty seats and there, you know, cause we were coming and going, but altogether, there were probably, oh, eight or nine of us from New York. So, so one that was, of the it things, was a very long table.
1: One of the yeah. things that folks should tell us if they were there is whether, whether they felt that the, the, having the state stuff there was worthwhile. You know, the point is, and, and I understand the point, um, there really isn't any. What's the right word? Any functional need for states to to be together anymore? Because the state affiliate vote is cast by contacting one another. Now, pre-pandemic, um, the, the 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 vote was was counted in a different way. Each of us in different state affiliates had ways of making sure that the affiliate vote. Certainly, including the people who were there, was was done as a secret ballot, um, so that we didn't know how our affiliate was going to vote until we actually looked at. We used coins until we looked at the cup. <clears throat> but the affiliate vote is now done on 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 Zoom, um, so it has no contact, and and so really the only the only reason to have states together would be to discuss votes before they happen. Um, and, and for the most part, this year, not many happen. so.
9: Well, and uh, I was there and I was the alternate delegate and and our delegate was there and it just, you know, it was kind of nice to make sure one of us or the other or both of us were there. You know, yes. you didn't have to worry about that. So that was good. Yeah,
1: that, that makes perfect sense to me. Hmm. Brian, any, any thoughts now, about in, state in, stuff? In,
2: again before and after pandemic big difference. before pandemic, right. our delegation always the delegate would walk up and down the length of our table and Correct. ask people who they you know how they wanted us to cast our vote that time yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. and we did the math at the end and we stood up and did that. so right, right. it wasn't truly a secret ballot
0: no in it that wasn't.
2: respect, Paul. but that I think was what most states, not all, but most states did um, this we, time. We just, we had the we alternate just collected, delegate.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You collected coins, right? Yeah. And, that and so, yes, no. Yeah. So, and, and we would give people enough coins so that um, we couldn't tell who, who wanted to vote for whom.
9: So yours was more secret than most. Yes, yes exactly. Yeah,
2: yeah. And this time we had the, my alternate was virtual. So she took all of the calls from the people back home. And right. I, as delegate, did the head count of those present. Nice. Uh, and that, that worked out well as a division of labor. It is true that it's more representative than it's ever been. Because we didn't, in the old days, take calls from
1: back home nope. as to uh, any of that. In fact, we, we didn't know what to, we right, were going to vote on. Yeah, we, you know, we sometimes did. I mean, if if we got calls, we'd certainly take them into account.
9: But most of the time, we didn't even know what resolutions we were going to be voting on until they came up on the floor. So you you couldn't you couldn't really talk to your people back home because you didn't know till the last minute. I think back to that and how we used to stay up all hours of the night and then get up on the floor and and vote on things the next day. And I wonder (laughs) I wonder how much we really knew what we were doing some of those days, you know? Um,
6: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah.
2: Well, and, you know, the old days, there were things like unit rule. Yep. I mean, it was kind of like a national political party kind of thing when people would get up and give their votes. Under the unit rule. Yeah, under the unit rule, rule, rule. California
9: votes. 25, no, yep. yep. Yeah, exactly,
2: exactly. Distorted things just a mite in terms so, of you know one person, one vote kind of
1: thing. So Brian, since you brought it up, you have to explain it.
2: Unit rule. <laughs> in in states where there's what they called unit rule, and it was always and I have no recollection of it being a smaller state, it was states that had the maximum number of votes that would tend to be unit rule. The delegate might uh, poll the delegation. To see who wanted to vote what way, but they would then say within our delegation the yeas beat the nays, and therefore we'll cast all twenty-five of our votes. Yes, uh, and it does well, and,
1: distort and, and see, things of mine. Yeah, you're and you're being you're being nice. <laughs> yes, I am. Yes. Um, uh, but and when but you Florida, got down to yeah, yeah, go ahead, Florida, Florida actually actually passed a motion at our convention that the unit rule was absolutely not allowed um, and 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 i think there were a lot of states that took the position um that that the unit rule shouldn't be used
9: we did it in new york because our, our president at one time said well it shows our power and i said it doesn't show your power it, you know it, it shows that you're voting with the majority and the rest of us don't count for anything so yep. we did away with it too
2: yeah and again i don't i didn't detect any of that kind of thing going on this year uh it wasn't consistent anyway a state might vote entirely one way or the other on a given issue but you would find another time they'd be dividing their their votes
9: yep there were a few that voted yes all the way or you know but most most of them didn't
1: one of the fascinating things was the virtual identity in most votes between the affiliate and the individual votes, um, yes, less than say
2: two percent difference. Correct. Uh, taking just the what we used to call the standing vote uh, or individual vote, and what you would get outcome-wise if you just did the roll call affiliate vote. Uh, again, Jim Olson back in the day used to swear that that. Was very much the way things are. That yes. even though in the old days we didn't announce them that way, it nonetheless was true that one way or the other, uh, it was going to end up being. It wouldn't
1: have sure, changed that, the outcome. I, I don't think, I don't think I ever remember a situation until this year, where the percentages were exactly the same. Uh, across the board which which was the case in two or three votes this year between between the affiliate vote and and the standing vote and And I'm sure there's a good reason for it. I just haven't figured out what it is yet.
2: I do think though that uh, as we move toward everybody has a chance to vote as an individual, not just those present, that um
1: don't it say it's it, more and more
2: pressure, more and more pressure on what's the value of
1: the delegate vote approach. Yeah. Well, right. well, clearly, clearly, when when the, when the votes are are virtually indistinguishable, it puts more pressure as well. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Exactly. Yes. So, exactly. So, so I, I don't disagree. I, I am one of those people who doesn't think affiliate votes should go away. But. Yes.
9: And you're
1: much. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. One of the things
2: that's true about you, Paul, is you have a very strong uh, association with special interest groups. And as a result, um, it's really one of those things that probably has a bigger effect on. the feeling of significance in, in things sure. to have that delegate vote. It also, as we were talking about polling your delegation, how in the hell do uh, special interest affiliates poll their members before they divide
1: their vote? Uh,
2: well,
1: how just, did they well, before the happen. pandemic? Yeah, it just doesn't but, happen. Oh, but, but it, it does. does
9: more now because they ask sure people to call and email them. Sure, and it does. Yeah, they designate. And I
2: we and I we made had, my six calls
1: to do that. Yes, <laughs> I I didn't yeah. this year at all. We, I usually do, had, and I didn't. We had seventy-six BRL people um, <laughs> call in with vote requests. Yeah. Now that that's good. That's not. That's not. More than what twenty-five percent, maybe or. Or twenty-two percent of our members, but um, it's it's still pretty significant in in terms of the number of people who would otherwise probably not have um, gotten a part in making that determination. You know, in agreed. The past. Because we
2: we had to run around in the old days yes. and find that damn delegate, uh, and frequently the special interest rose especially by the last day of the convention right. We're empty. you know there might have everybody would get up and announce uh the lua delegate is sitting in the florida delegation right. so you know they moved all the time yes. like that as well so it was tough it was well tough. if you remember in the in the old days by,
9: in the old days by saturday morning because our meetings used to run into saturday the place was empty you know and people say oh, I'm, I'm from the, of georgia and I'm leaving, so from now on my delegate will be. And if you had two or three people left in some of the in some of the affiliates, you were lucky.
4: Yeah. Because exactly, as much as they said exactly. don't make
9: your plane reservations till afternoon, you know, people had to get home. You know, and, and maybe exactly. Sunday was their only day off and they had to go to work Monday. So they left. And and sometimes the meetings God, I can remember meetings running into Saturday afternoon, and then we'd have an hour off and then we'd have to go to a board meeting. <laughs> Those were, mm-hmm. those were long, long days. Long days. Yes, and not they were. the best especially.
2: decisions by no, the board. No, I'm sure you know, well, post, they were not always the best.
9: Yeah, I no. <laughs> That was especially. one of the best things Kim ever did was to cancel those after convention <laughs> board meetings. Yeah. Forget that nonsense.
2: Yes. So, so well, I, let's, what do you think of the whole process of resolutions as we did it this year?
9: You know what bothers Good. me, and I don't know what we can do about it. When we used to do them on the floor, the, the the president didn't always ask for a roll call if anybody wanted a roll call vote. We would, if we wanted one, we'd know to yell it out. But all the roll call vert, votes turned out exactly, you know, the way the 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 votes turned out when we when we voted um, at the resolution meetings. You know, before convention actually started. Yeah. Not before it started, but you know what I mean, the week before. Yes,
2: the the virtual half,
9: yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so (laughs) I don't don't know if there's anything we can do about it, but I'm not sure everybody understood exactly what a roll call (laughs) meant.
2: True, although during, again, during those resolution meetings, uh, because, you know, nothing went to the floor requiring a roll call, Uh, where we voted to have a roll call on the floor. They only once did Deb uh, say, uh, you know, the yeas had this, the nays had that. There's more than 25 nays. Therefore, do you want a roll call? And I think it was 11 of the 30 said they would like a roll call. So it didn't actually happen as a result of what took place in the general session.
1: But I think the but but, it did, but it, it did happen but it did happen during the resolutions meetings yeah, with which three were, of them absolutely which were part three of them. the absolutely. general sessions yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah well yeah
1: but, but anyway, anyway you were saying it. front yeah but
2: but all in, all in all i think that um again this was better than it was last year i thought this year went over better than last year and i expect that next year will be better than this year certainly that big old hole in there that dealt with um whether an amendment could be done in the way that this amendment was done on resolution 2023-16 um that there's need a need to tighten up the standing rules so that there's less room for interpretation i was involved in those discussions uh, as a member of the uh, voting task force and we we all acknowledged uh there can be some tightening up of things did you get the feel how, well we did what uh, 14 resolutions because two were withdrawn did you feel that the resolutions were meaty, no. You know, re- important. No. Real philosophical. Do or die kind of things.
1: No. I but didn't I, feel that they I, were, and 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 we, and we have never had so few resolutions since since I've been going to ACB, which is since 1984.
2: Well, I think fewer resolutions, as long as. The quality were high. I wouldn't be all, all that upset if there were only five if they were big, meaty issues. Uh, but I felt that this group was less less than stellar in that regard. That's not what? a reflection on the resolutions committee, but of those who chose to or chose not
1: to submit resolutions. I think it which would include ref- me. I think it may be a reflection on, on how far out we're required to submit resolutions now. Um, you know, f- um, 60 days prior to the convention or the, the first week in May, people are barely thinking about the convention, really. and And for the most part, they haven't seriously considered what they want to do about resolutions. I think... If these are the rules that we're going to follow, and I think we are, um, we need to do a bunch of stuff building up to those encouraging resolution writing or encouraging people to get involved in resolutions <clears throat> in, in ways that I'm not sure we did enough of this year. Um, well, we may, we may not have, uh, not not necessarily
2: disagreeing with that. But I felt the same thing when it came to constitution and bylaws. Neither of the two proposed and passed amendments were at all earth shattering.
1: You know, they they remem- didn't really change things. Go ahead. Rem- re- remember that there were two or three others that got, that got turned down. That were...
2: Considered by the committee but not referred to the floor for a vote.
1: Correct. And their subjects were, I don't remember because I didn't attend their meeting. Um, but that, but there were, and perhaps uh, there are some folks who are here who can tell us about it. But there, there were a couple where, where it was clear that there was uh, objection. Um on the part of lots of members and so i think the committee determined they weren't going to bring them forward
2: i i also think that there was some attempt to try to um, not make such fundamental alterations in the constitution and bylaws because we didn't know how much time was going to be eaten up by the resolution well, and,
1: and elections and see, I think process. That, I think that's going to be a problem every year, and and so I'm not sure. I'm not sure how we deal with it unless unless we rewrite our constitution in such a way that that we can do some of those things completely away from the convention altogether.
2: Yeah, there's a number of fundamental things that we might consider. So, because we the, need the, to include, yeah, oh, go ahead.
1: Because the, the variables include some
2: other voices than our own. <laughs> right.
1: We do, go ahead. but the but the variables that are out there, in, in you know, how much voting are we going to have? How long are constitution and bylaw amendments going to take? Um, which of the resolutions are going to get in trouble? How much time are we going to need to um, to allocate at the convention to those processes? Um, are questions that we're going to have to ask every year, and especially since we have now created a situation where we're making it much more likely, it seems to me, um, that we're going to have to do record votes on resolutions uh, than, than we would be likely to have done before. Um, I, I, I think it makes it very difficult to try to um, to plan how much to try to get done during convention.
2: I want to make one more comment about resolutions. How many resolutions ended up being a record vote? Three. Three. Out of how many resolutions that were voted on?
1: Uh, Fourteen.
2: Three out of 14 you think was more than usual?
1: Yes.
3: You know, guys, I, I'm trying not to comment here, but in cases where there's an overwhelming majority, a record vote is not going to change the outcome.
1: Um, I would agree with that. Uh, and, and in fact, one of the things that, that, that I think we should at least consider is writing into our standing rules that... Um, that uh, a record vote can't be requested if two-thirds of the members vote in favor of a resolution.
2: I think that was something else. Something along those lines I Uh, think would be good. Keep in uh, mind that when we wrote the resolution, um, the chair had to determine by the sound of the crowd in the room yelling yes or no. Uh, and had to make a determination whether it passed or didn't pass. Uh, now, it's not a yelling of yes or no. It is very much a uh, individual raising of hands kind of equivalent. So there's less judgment having being forced on the chair at that time to decide those things. And therefore, there's less chance that the chair... Uh, Is showing, you know, showing their cards one way or the other on how they feel about something.
1: But I think that's part of the modernization. Yeah, we didn't have, we didn't have any situations where there were there were voice votes in two places, i.e., the room and, and Zoom. That's right. So under those. Well, actually, that's not <laughs> true. We had we had one, but what the president chose to do um, was to do uh, hand votes in both places. Yes.
2: Which is the equivalent of a voice vote. Yes. The modern equivalent. Yep.
3: Gents, so all in all, though, we've got, quite, quite, also, a, we've got quite a few hands up. Just want to let you know. Good
1: i'm I'm so, looking forward to hearing people let us let us invite our first speaker.
3: Donna Browning has been waiting patiently.
1: there she is
11: so what you think the
1: mentor team what did you think Miss Donna?
11: So one of my favorite things is always general session. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it I, I like you know all of us getting together. And the th- the thing about the state thing you mentioned, I was very happy when I saw that. I think it's mm-hmm. better that way because we can find our own seat easier, but also I can go find people I might want to see easier
1: because I can. That's a good them. point, too, because you can go to the states and see if they're there. But, but <laughs> there was there was no obligation for people to sit there, so. So often. Yeah. No, but
2: it, it did help me find the Georgia delegation so I could buy some of those pecans. See, there you <laughs> go. It has it has other
11: value too. Yeah, absolutely. Because I bought a ticket from somebody for something. Um that cow pie thing, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I bought a couple of those tickets and um nice. I was able to do it by because I knew where they were at. Um, I were there uh, some, go ahead.
1: Were there, Were Were there some things that that you would like to change about the way the convention ran this year, Miss Donna?
11: Um. Yeah, we need a hotel that's not so cold. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
7: amen uh-huh. to
2: that. <laughs> I bought an ACB jacket early on and wore it every
11: day. Oh my god. Um. Um. Yeah, and. The other thing that was hard was um, to find food that was reasonably priced. That was frustrating, too.
2: Um, yeah. Hotel food is simply, by definition, not reasonably priced. Yeah. Yeah. Just not, And worse,
1: so, post-pandemic. Yeah, though I think that, though I think we could say, Brian, or can say, that the expectation, I think, um, was that the ACB cafe um, was actually going to provide an option for folks that was less expensive, um, and and I don't.
11: And think it didn't we,
1: I don't think we really lived up to that.
11: No, 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 you, no, not at all. I, I will. I'll give example. I bought a. Um, Gatorade, and a pack of M Ms.
2: Yep.
11: Ten dollars.
2: Yeah. There exactly. you go. Know. Exactly.
11: I'm oh, you know, and that I usually use the cafe because I have a friend that I usually take snacks to, who's a, um, you know, who's in the exhibit hall and has to work. So I always take them snacks and drink to get them through. Yep. It made it a lot harder this year because the cafe wasn't its normal, reasonable price. Um,
4: yep,
11: also, um, uh, yeah, um, I will say the grab bags we got this year were better than usual, you know, the, the bag they the gave bags. bags. yeah, it was so. better than yep. usual. I was happy about that. Um, you know, um, I think I I I I knew that a lot of people were going to have trouble getting around because I saw how wide and crazy that hotel was. And y'all, in your description, you were right for people who are partial. Um, it it didn't necessarily cut down how far we had to walk. But it made it easier for us for us to kind of move about. Yep. But all that room also made it easier for people because you know sometimes there would be a lot of people walking, and it, it was enough. It, it made it easier for people with guide dogs and people to pass each other without running into into each other. So that was the advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I tried hard that if I was able to to help people.
1: And, yeah, uh, I, I think a lot of people did, and and there were there were certainly more volunteers around this year than last year too, which I think was helpful.
11: And I helped Brian. I help Brian at um, roll Ta-da.
1: call.
2: There <laughs> you <laughs> go. There you go. I appreciated it too. Miss yes, Donna, Ms. I, Donna, I, thank you so much for your call. I want to answer a question it? before you dismiss her. Wait for oh, one moment. Yes. What did you think? I will. Did you go to the banquet? I did go to the banquet. And what do you think of our banquet speaker? (laughs) He's not listening right now.
11: He was very interesting. I think he was very motivational. I didn't expect. I didn't expect how um, he delivered his talk. <laughs> uh it was very unexpected. But I, I was okay with them. I think it was very um motivational. Very good. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Very good.
3: Okay. Miss Donna, thank you, dear. Uh you ready to move on to somebody else?
1: Yeah, yes. Yep. Uh-huh.
3: Mar- Mary Heroyan, please. Mary Horoyan from Massachusetts. Hello, Mary.
12: Hello, hey, everybody. Attendee. Hello, yes, virtual virtual yep. attending and oh I,
1: well actually I and i and i wanted to talk with some of you guys because mm-hmm. all of us were there so tell yes. us what your perspective was
12: yes well first of all you know technology wise sound wise everything was perfect so you know i just first want to send out just congratulations and kudos to the to the technology team rick and his team because i mean i i never experienced any kind of um sound glitch during any of the sessions i tuned into so everything was perfect everything was perfect i mean Mm -hmm. kelly gasps emails were so organized i mean you know it allowed for us to know each day what events were going to be streamed you know what channel as well as the zoom links for those of us attending virtually i mean that everything i mean that was so well organized and made things so much easier I, i was a little disappointed that there weren't any evening virtual sessions um I don't remember. I thought last year there were, but I could be wrong. But this there year were there were. Two wasn't.
1: years ago. I don't know that there were. Rick, you would know. Were there evening sessions last year? I don't I, think so.
3: Yeah, I don't remember. I mean, we, we, we called them primetime events a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, yeah. And we, I think- that's maybe what i'm thinking of yeah it was
7: a couple years ago yeah yeah
12: yeah. but that's fine so i knew that after you know six o'clock our time or whatever eastern time you know that or that would be the latest be done for the day virtually um i would love to have known you know gotten some numbers throughout the course of the week people on zoom people in the room um you know in person versus on zoom we never got any kind of convention report stating that from Janet, like who, who, how many people actually registered and came to convention. Um, that would have, I think that's really important information to know, to know about, you know, in person versus Zoom. Um, I'm disappointed Why? that, I, I'm disappointed Why? that. Why is you know? it
1: important, Mary?
12: Oh, it's important to know numbers so you can compare in person versus Zoom attendees, you know, at any, you know, at any time, I mean, I've attended in-person conventions to know that at the end of the week, there's very little, you know, very few people left in attendance in person, which is why resolutions should not be discussed the last day of convention. Um, but so I just think for comparison and I think for being able to plan, that's, that's really important. Um, and just for those of us attending on virtually to have known who was there, you know, numbers. You know, I'm disappointed that those of us on Zoom did not get to vote for the officers by, I mean, it was by acclamation, but, you know, we weren't asked to raise our hand in Zoom. Now, maybe that's just a formality because there was no, obviously no contested election, but I would like to have been able to vote, especially for some of the candidates in particular.
1: So what you probably need to do um, is... Uh, certainly include that in the survey but but particularly mention um that that you that you disagree with the standing rules as they were written because the standing rules are what created the ability of the chair to do that
12: oh and, and i read through the standing rules but i you know i i, I didn't remember s- focusing yeah, on what that
1: the, because what the standing know. rule said is is if if there is Um, If there's if there is not a contested election, the chair has the right to simply declare the person elected by acclamation.
12: Yes, but acclamation came from the in-person attendees, but not the Zoom.
1: There was still a.
12: So there was the the fact is
1: that the the fact is, had she applied her rules, she didn't even have to ask. So it, it was a
2: little better than it might have otherwise been, but I. Again, if the goal is, and I think it should be, to try to make those who are attending virtual right. feel as if they are as important as those in physical attendance, then it's its not less, it's not so much whether or not it's according to the rules or not according to the rules. It's we want to make people feel... Yeah a part I, of the organization I, through that process. I, I,
1: so I hear you. Mary. I absolutely I, I, agree. I and, and I, and I, and I would certainly encourage you to put that in the survey, Mary.
12: I will. I will definitely do that because in all other aspects, you know, there was such a balance, you know, between,
1: yep.
4: you know,
12: zoom and in person, you know, during all the breakout sessions and. Yep. Building questions. There was always a real balance. Uh, for sure. For sure. And. Um, so. Um, and, you know, I I was going to bring up a couple of other things, but I'm kind of drawing a blank. But you'd also asked about some of the constitutional amendments. Oh, well, back to res to resolutions. I don't necessarily think that I I think some of the resolutions issues w- weren't uh, seemed a little meaty to me. You know, yeah. the the Uber the virtual interpreta- interpreting interpreting um, resolution, even the right. code of conduct. Um, you know, right. the ones that. Uh, um, aging and, um, lands on aging and vision loss brought forth on older individual, older individual blind funding. I think right. those were pretty important. Um, I mean, this, you know, there's a whole slew of things Fair that enough. you could bring up, yep. but and, and it's not always sure. about quantity. It's about quality resolutions, yep. Yep. you know, and Got I would it. like, I would like us to be able to get to a point where resolutions could be discussed, you know, during general session but not at the well, end of the week. And I, I, and, I don't and think... I have a radical idea that'll never happen, but I personally think that Go there for... should be fewer tours and maybe general sessions should be extended and we have real business discussion and make it, you know, a convention of business. I mean, some tours, but not as many as we have that cut in time that cut into the time.
1: Yeah. I, I, you know. I don't think, I don't think, it's likely that you're going to mm-hmm. win that one.
12: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. But I, but I think it's a good point, Mary. Thank you
7: so <clears> much <throat> okay. for your sure. call.
12: Thank you. Take care, guys. <laughs> thank you,
7: Mary.
3: Mr. Phil Jones, please.
7: Yep. All uh, right. Good evening, Paul and Brian and everybody. Uh, this year, I had to attend virtually, as I did last year, which can be pretty hard for somebody who has gone to 28 conventions in person. So it's <laughs> But nonetheless, uh, this year was really great. Uh, The audio was just about as perfect as it could get, I think. And the general sessions are about as smooth as I've ever been in all the years I've been going to conventions. And uh, the banquet speaker was just absolutely fantastic. And I appreciate the fact that we could hear the applause in the room during the general sessions, because oftentimes it made me feel like I was really there when I heard that, as well as the social events they had for us who were attending virtually, those were really a lot of fun. So, And yes, I need to put in a great word for the banquet speaker. He was super. I I really enjoyed that very much. Very motivational. Gave us a lot to think about. There is one area that I think really needs to be improved upon and I and I do understand that having Zoom rooms for every session is uh pretty difficult and it is costly, but I think that what needs to be done though and to and certainly to make us feel all of us who must attend virtually, although I am planning right now to go to Jacksonville next summer. So I'll be there in person, as far as I know. Uh Good. I would, it may take cutting down, cutting back on to some of the breakout sessions. In other words, we had more breakout sessions this year than we had Zoom rooms. And I think what needs to happen is that we need to cut down on those breakout sessions so that we can have every breakout session on Zoom. And instead of having all these sessions at one time, during the convention, spread some of these good breakout seminars and workshops throughout the year, making them community calls. But that's really about the only uh, improve, uh, the only improvement I can uh, recommend, because I think over, overall it was just a super convention this year. I would even call it outstanding.
1: Thank you, sir. Excellent. We appreciate your call. Thank you. Mr. Rick?
3: Sorry, uh, Jamaica, please.
1: Miss Miller.
5: Oh, hello. hello, everybody. It's Jamaica, and I have something that I'd like to mention about the uh, first week of the convention, where we all were on Zoom because I found something very, yes, very uh, surprising that I wasn't expecting. That we were going to have to learn how to use the question we were going to have to learn how to use the question and answer box on zoom yep. where, yep. where I, I had, I had, I had no, I had no knowing of how that would, of how that, w- of how that was supposed to work or anything. So I think we at least need to try to have maybe a community call um, about that. If there's any more, major changes to Zoom like, like that, uh, because I was I was total surprised and I didn't have any way of knowing how the question and answer box worked or nothing. So,
2: I, well, I, I agree with you. You know, one of the things that we learned and we learn every convention, it's not just in this day of, of virtual things, every year you learn a bit about what to do and what not to do. Uh, and you have to do some of it by trial and error and that certainly was the case here because those who weren't online at the time of the resolution discussions um, there got to be a point where how do you deal with points of order and those kind of things while debate is going on Uh, and the chair chose to begin using the question and answer text area to invite people to make their uh, concerns known there, rather than having to call on them verbally to do that part of things. But I agree, it was it was kind of a decision made on the fly. And it should be formalized. I think it was effective. But I do think that it needs to be formalized. It's better that you know that in advance, rather than having it uh, kind of pop up spontaneously
5: yes because i'm 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 using jaws and i'm i'm still learning l- learning my way around some of these things and i don't i don't know all the all the all the answers to all of this so i,
1: I think um, it's a really good point to and thank you for your call and thank you for yeah. raising it
3: yeah thank you
1: mm-hmm. mr rick
3: yeah viola benson please
8: Hello, everybody, and uh, Rick, (laughs) I don't know what to say to you, Rick. It was incredible compared to last year with all the echo and weird stuff that went on. You were outstanding. You and your team, Bren and everybody. Um, So that, you know, and I'm. Oh, dear. Um, But what I wanted to say is I noticed that even though we all had the right to vote, and I'm sorry for my phone, I can't get to it. Um, there were still only 700 people in the room between between Zoom and the the. I don't know how many people were actually in the room, but I know for a fact that everybody in Zoom did not vote because you can't have that many people in in Zoom and then the the vote count the way it was. I was disappointed that people weren't voting and i don't i don't understand that because i was taught by people like you paul and Zoo, and sue amateur and right that, that the business is important it really yep. is i like tours yes i like going on them i wish i could have gone on the music box tour that would have been perfect for me i attended virtually unfortunately because i we couldn't afford to go frankly but um you know it, it it is the business that's what we're here for we're trying to do work um and yep. how can we do that when only a third or less than a third of the people are voting it just really bothers me um about that and people oh i only go to meet people oh i only go for the tours well i don't know uh, i don't know what we can do about that but but anyway i like i well, enjoy yep. the virtual part of it i wish also i agree with donna I I kind of felt like I was left hanging at 3.30 in the afternoon my time. I was still in the mood for convention, and there was nothing in the evening for me. Now, I understand, Rick, the guys did work hard, Chanel and, and Herbie and everybody who was doing the streaming and the people that were doing the hosting, and I understand that maybe we could have just had some ACB media or, you know, if we couldn't have Zoom, we could, you know, have some... Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not sure, but that's, I'll put that in my survey, but I really would have preferred some things in the evening. I wasn't ready to kind of give up yet, but thank you everybody. It was a great convention.
3: Well, cool.
1: thank you, Ms. Viola. Mr. Rick.
3: Uh, Renee uh, Zellickson, please.
13: Okay. Thank you. Um, several just uh, comments first on the affiliate vote. I do think it's very important to have delegates because people are, are members of more than one affiliate. And I like the fact I had all my phone numbers from all my different affiliates and who was going to call or text and texting made it a lot easier. You could do a group texting. Um, my comment regarding the resolutions of, um, I feel, I felt that, um, 23, dash 16 was very, um, important, and um, the uh, amendment brought a lot of debate. I respect the vote, although I don't agree, I'll say publicly, I don't agree with the amendment, but I respect the way that it was handled and it was dealt with, and of the record vote, and uh, the comment has already been made that um, vote, people did not vote in the convention. I think I'd like to, I'd like to suggest on the community calls that workshops be given regarding the importance of voting, the standing rules. I think the community calls weekly. I don't attend the community calls um, because um, um, a lot of them um, are, they're already got their members of what they're gonna discuss and the rooms get locked really quickly. But uh, I think that during, during um, the year, uh workshops of the importance of voting and why why people are not comfortable voting uh of the raising of the hands if if they don't feel that their votes are going to be secretive or who they're going to be called out or some things like that and uh, you, you could also have a workshop on the standing rules and get feedback about that but um i do um I I do yeah. That's really my comments. I know I said quite a lot cool. there. <laughs> thank,
1: thank, thank you, Renee. I think I think those are those are those are good points to raise. And and don't forget to do your survey.
3: mm mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Absolutely. Very good, Mr. Rick.
14: Anicio. Hi. Can you hear me,
1: Mr. Sure Correa? Can. We can.
14: So, you uh, know. What I, my comments are gonna, you know, basically you can summarize it by saying you can't please everybody ever, right? Because at three thirty or four thirty Eastern, I was ready to do something else. So I'm <laughs> glad the, the sessions ended. Um, I I too really truly appreciated Debbie's uh, last minute kind of decision to open up the Q and A because. It was one of the, it's it is one of the most frustrating things is when you wanna you wanna bring a point of order or you wanna say right, something right. and you can't because the moment you raise your hand, here is uh, Nancy properly so saying lower all your hands or whatever. So that was that was great. And I was one of those probably too many extraneous comments to make them yeah, make me, me read, But you know, me too. I think that out of my mind. I, yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I think that um I guess the issue is zoom is an immensely complicated program Mm -hmm. and folks at, at the leadership of ACB have probably quite rightly made decisions about what we would make available. Yeah. And what we wouldn't. Um, so for instance, for, for the most part, um, if if you're anywhere else and you're on Zoom, um, the chat section is alive and well, and and it's happening all the time, mm-hmm. um, to the point where, frankly, uh, it's extremely difficult for um,
14: a screen reader uh, for, you, user. for you to listen
1: to what's yeah. actually going on in the meeting because the chat right. constantly interrupts unless you set it so that it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so I understand what they're doing, but I think that <coughs> the way you describe it is absolutely correct. I I think that that the decision that was made was made at the last minute, so there wasn't enough time um, to do instructions. I think that I would certainly include in your survey, and 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 I hope that folks who listen to this program will recognize that um there's there, there should be instructions if we're going to use the question box next year
14: mm-hmm. no i agree um so and i'm totally embarrassed because i know i attended the banquet because i knew that one of uh one of our members from the alliance on aging and vision loss was going to be was going to receive an award mm-hmm. for the life of me i can't think of who the speaker was or maybe i fell asleep I don't remember now. So uh, every time you guys ask about what do you think about the banquet, it's like, oh my god, I need to Google yeah. this and see who yeah. who that was. The, but um, the banquet speaker either. was
1: a was a very motivational guy who I guess has spoken with all sorts of other people, and he was he was very interesting. He he basically said that that uh, uh, we we had the ability to. To achieve whatever we chose, if we simply made it up our minds to
14: want to do it. Mm-hmm. So I, I totally enjoy, and let me add yeah. my my sentiments to everybody else because to Rick's work, I mean, he did an incredible work last last year. I remember writing on in my survey not only how frustrating it was, but one of the things I noticed last year or this year differently was that you could actually hear some of the background noise in the crowd which i think for a zoom a virtual use uh attendee makes a big difference you know makes you feel like you're there in a sense so i don't know how we did that but you know i thought it was a lot better than before um so rick did you
1: did you put out effects mics
14: (laughs) well (laughs)
3: <laughs> we work unintentionally real <laughs> no we work real, we work real hard at it and i'll tell you it works so well that there's some embarrassing open mic moments
14: yeah i know that's true. You, we kept saying i'm gonna i'm gonna mute the zoom now so. <laughs> Yep, the, but yeah but you know, know you, can't, you can't you can't
0: really there's no way to know that that's going to happen except to mute unfortunately and you know that's right. how we learn
14: it has yeah. happened yep. to the. it has happened to the president of the united states yeah but no, <laughs> but oh,
3: of course it does we we certainly one of our major internal critiques last year was the fact that that we didn't have that, and mm-hmm. uh, I spent a lot of hours trying to add that back to the recordings that we had. If you listen to any of the recordings last year, you get all of that because we use the in-house recording to do that. but mm-hmm. i'm 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 just ecstatic that we were able to solve that problem this right. year, so.
14: The other, the other thing regarding the votes and the resolutions, obviously, I wasn't pleased with some of the resolutions, but I guess that's what right. democracy is. Um, but in terms of the counting, again, to me, and Brian, you were me- you mentioned that a while ago. A record vote means that it's not clear when people say a or nay, how many said what, and therefore you count hands. But in this case. When you're counting actual hands, both there and in person and in on Zoom, there should never be an, a need for a record vote. So I didn't quite the, understand.
1: Well, there's a there's a need for a record vote because it's in the constitution.
14: But it's based on the premise yes. that right, you're saying so, a or yeah. a.
1: Yeah. So sure, it's, I, I agree is, with is, you. Is we it need based, to modernize it a bit, right?
14: right. it's based on it was the on the premise in, that
1: people are there yes you're absolutely right but, mm-hmm. but it but as long as it's there and hasn't it been has removed be from the Constitution it has to be recognized
14: right and one last question or, or comment mm-hmm. either one of you know how many people typically participate in the in the tours altogether I'm just curious if the majority of people go to tours instead of going to the sessions or what is the breakdown Ah, so so
2: one of the things to keep in mind here is that a real effort is made not to have any tours interrupt general session Mm -hmm. this year there were two to my knowledge uh one i believe was a wine tour and that's because it required such a long bus ride to get there
15: Mm -hmm. and
2: back again and uh, I think the other one was uh, to a tour that dealt with um, African-American history, mm-hmm. if memory serves me correct. And again, the driving force for those to interrupt was based entirely on the time it took to get there and back again, mm-hmm. uh, wouldn't allow it to be entirely done starting after the close of General Session. Mm-hmm. I think. Where I it think does have the, the biggest impact, though, I'm talking about the all of those uh, lovely tours is it's interrupting the potential audience in the special interest affiliate right. activities and committee right. activities in the afternoon,
7: mm-hmm. not
2: the general session so much, but mm-hmm. in the afternoon.
1: Right. And, and let's be clear that that. Doing tours during general sessions used to not be allowed because no. of voting. Yep. Um. But the fact is that we don't, for the most part, vote in general sessions anymore.
14: Right, right, right. Well, I look forward to uh, seeing all of you in person next year in Jacksonville.
1: Now, you, you have right. no excuse. You have Absolutely. no excuse for not going <laughs> no, I don't. That's to right. Jacksonville. We'll have a it, it, he lives about 70 yes. miles from Jacksonville, you guys. So
14: we'll have a right. drink. I, I you know when Rick was telling us the story about the fridge and the the drinks. Yep. I, <laughs> I kept I kept thinking, my God, how was he so sane all that time with all those drinks? But I didn't realize it was soft drinks.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. It was <laughs> soft drinks. You got it. You got it. Well,
1: I look Adicio, forward. To- thank you for your call, thank sir.
3: You. Thanks, thank you. Ralph, yep. please, Ralph.
15: All right. right. Good program this evening. I've enjoyed the comments. My highlight of convention was hanging with the crew. Um, Yes. And I enjoyed uh, the special interest sessions as well as the general business sessions. I thought things ran smoothly throughout. And, of course, I'm a person with a low vision. So the hotel was easy for me to navigate. It was almost in a straight line. When you get to a certain point, you have room A, B, C, D, and E lined up there. Uh-huh. And, well, C was on the side, but notwithstanding. And then uh, E and G were on the other end of the hallway. And then you led that led to exhibits. So it was all together. Uh, it, it was a long walk back and forth. But, you know, big hotels are like that. Uh, The other thing people have to realize is that let's say there are 800 people in Zoom and 312 vote. So we have to remember that silence means consent. So maybe people don't want to raise their hand or whatever. I I think that's a a good point, Ralph. And, uh, you know, that that's the, um, that's the way I look at it. Now, you know, there may be extenuating circumstances. Who knows? But, uh, I enjoy when I'm able to go in person. Uh, yep. The Zoom connection in general session was excellent this year. There was, I remember in Omaha, it was a little, a little, uh, echoey. Uh, this year just sounded real good. You could hear people uh, easily, and you know that made a big difference as well. So, I, I thought the food was good, mm-hmm. and of course, uh, hotel food's going to be pricey. But you go to Las Vegas or go to Denver or go to Dallas, mm-hmm. and I guarantee you, it's not a lot cheaper. So, I think you're right. Yep. Uh, we're, and we're we were fortunate also to have had this contract in place before COVID and have the contracts for Jacksonville and Dallas also in place. After that, who knows? We, you know, We'll see how things turn out for us. Yep. But uh, I thought the exhibit hall was laid out nicely. It was easy to find booth one through 16 and so on. It was uh-huh. easy to get around and the aisles were spaced widely enough. So that was good. Didn't run into dogs or canes or whatever. Uh-huh. And I encourage people to attend the national convention if for no other reason to see the technology. Because invariably when you get back home and say, like, What did they have? And what did it look like? And things like that, you know, and you can't remember every detail. So it's it's good if a Person can attend in person to see the technology and talk to the exhibitor who is exhibiting it because they can mm-hmm. tell you a lot more than they can about it. Yep. So, anyway, those are my comments. So, Ralph, Mr. I've got a question yep. for you. And yes, yep. that has to do with the
2: exhibit hall. Okay. You found it reasonable to yes. be able to go around it. And I agree with the width of the aisles, that was terrific. Mm-hmm. You, you never got yourself into a situation where you simply couldn't move forward, uh, which you have in, in other conventions.
15: True.
1: I would say
2: I got so confused as to where the numbers led to. I'd go 7, 8, 23, 24, 16.
14: No matter what I did, I,
2: I couldn't oh, yeah. get consecutive I numbers for love nor money. I, Did I know you that. Find
15: it otherwise. I, yeah. Well, like I said, I have a little low vision. You know, I've, I'm low vision, mm-hmm. so once I saw the layout, you know, booths one through eight on one side of the aisle, and nine through sixteen on the other. Go to the next aisle, mm-hmm. and it's seventeen through twenty-four, uh, and then twenty-five through thirty-two on that side of that second aisle, and so that's how it was laid out. And it was laid out the right way, and also it was well lit. That helped. That it was so, bright.
2: So the left side was one through seven of uh, one, of the one, left-hand most aisle.
15: One and through the eight.
2: opposites, one through eight, on the first aisle. Yes. Our left aisle. Yes. And then nine through whatever.
15: Sixteen Six, on the on coming, right side. Was that
2: coming back, or?
15: So, uh, you know, I, uh, what I'm saying was
1: nine yeah, across
15: I, I from so eight.
1: Was, it, it was straight. Nine was right next to eight across the central aisle. Yes. So you'd go up the left side,
2: do 180 okay. degrees, come down the right-hand side
1: of that aisle. No. Then repeat that. No, okay. no, no. You, you, if you started from one, you could walk straight across to 16
15: yeah, Brian is saying the same thing. That's correct. Yes. Are
2: oh, you yes, Brian? My my sister's tapping me on the knee here, saying, "Say say hello to the two of you." So,
15: oh yeah, no, no, <laughs> And meeting Leslie was a highlight as well. She is that's wild. right. Meeting Leslie is absolutely a highlight.
1: Yes. yes. No. No, sure. no question. Mister Mister Ralph, thank you for your call,
3: sir. All right. Jane Perry District. please. Jane Perry. Yep.
10: Hello everybody. Greetings Hi from ca- greetings from Cape Cod. <clears throat> um I attended virtual, but next year I'm planning on being there. a couple of things, a couple of things and it will be my first conference um in person. Um I mean, I'm going to tell you why in a few minutes. Um but I thought it was a great conference as far as um The technical stuff, I enjoyed the virtual vendor showcase that was on. um, I think it was Media 6. It was very interesting. I wish more vendors would have been on there. The other thing is years past, um, they always had the vendors' emails and and phone numbers to call for people that didn't go. But that's something I'll put on my survey. As far as general sessions, I thought they were great. I think that either we have to be able to ask questions or no questions because I want to ask a question and, or give a comment and I got cut off at all. And I understand there's time the same thing with, um, resolutions. When I think the standing rules should be amended or thought about adding more time for questions because I'm a parliamentary procedural type person. I've been a president and a chairperson of many organizations. And my dad, God rest his soul, was my instrumental mentor in parliamentary procedures. And I think we need to have some community calls on people getting information on what motions are, what point of orders are, the difference Mm -hmm. they are, and also the presiding officers, even though we have a parliamentarian, they need to have a little bit more knowledge of parliamentary rules and procedures, but on in all, in all it went well, and also with resolutions. I think like at town meeting that we have in our warrant books, we have an explanation of the article, and then we have another explanation of why you should vote yes for it, why you should vote no for it, because people are very confused about that. And our town meeting moderator, who is our state, one of our state reps, always says. Yes means yes, no means no. (laughs) So, but the speaker was great. The Franklin Franklin Squee, I believe his name was uh, Laurie Scharf. And the other thing is, I've been involved with Foundation Fighting Blindness since 1988 when I was diagnosed in 1987 with my vision problem. And I was very involved with the Massachusetts affiliate. Uh, I was on the board for many years and then I got involved with another organization and I came to HCB and Bay State, and and out, but now I'm back for a while, and probably forever, but <clears throat> the thing about it is, I was absolutely so thrilled, so thrilled, it's like you gave me my independence gift on Ju- July 5th, when that gentleman spoke at General Session, who was from Foundation Fighting Blindness, because that's right. my goal, and my dream, to have them come, and be a part of ACB, because they do a lot of research. They do gene, um, gene, not gene therapy. They do, um, gene testing, genetic testing, excuse me, genetic testing, which I had mine done for free. And, you know, they are very involved. We do a lot of advocacy. We've done advocacy as Brian, my wonderful mentor and friend, Kim, Kim worked with NIH and they do a lot of stuff with NIH. And I think it's important that the president Uh, the executive interim officer got up and said that because that's only what I wanted to say that I was so thrilled that they were there and excellent that that they will that their point because you know they have a program called a they call that's my retina tracker which used to be the donor program and that's very important not only for research but somebody else might be able to benefit from someone's eyes so I thank you for allowing me to to share and I will um hope Brian hope to see you and Kim soon and talk to you soon i know we got meetings coming up and no, uh, give, give, my, <laughs> give, my, give my best to miss kim and will do and i will be back the next call and thank you very much for allowing me to share thank you have a you're, wonderful you're evening.
3: welcome yep. thank you jane yep oh, carla hayes please
10: can you hear me
3: McMurray, pennsylvania. Hear
6: you, yeah the great metropolis of mcmurray pennsylvania i attended live and it was so good to see a lot of you and i wish i'd seen some other people that i just couldn't find but that's another story um i think it was one of our better conventions i think it was one of our top 10 i thought the, the speaker was great and rick you did a stellar job i'll tell you you don't get praised and thanked enough and um the one suggestion i would have is that um you um, the, um those audio tours and the exhibit hall channel and all those things were so good and the problem was those of us that were participating in the convention and even before the convention activities in the virtual week didn't have time to take a I wish you had kept it going another week because I would have liked to have heard it you know got to hear what I didn't hear you know what I mean
3: yeah that's a good point Parallel. Yeah,
6: yeah, that's that's the one thing because you know really there's nothing happening on channel six and seven now because you know it's just music, it's back to yep, music, yep, it's yep, not yep. being used for anything. But as far as the layout of the hotel, I have a suggestion. We need a better braille large print layout. Okay, you know they did provide one, and it kept on taking us back to the same intersection. Um, but yeah, to get to yes, that yes, intersection. Yes, yes, yes. So I think page one should tell you how to get in from the main entrance, because obviously you're going to go in and you're going to check in and everything. But then I think after that, they should give a layout, all the sleeping halls, uh, you know, floors are about the same, except for, you know, three, uh, three to six had the balconies, but they were probably the same as each other. And, and, you know, seven to 16 were the same. And I've seen descriptions in the past where they'll say on the sleeping floors, you turn left in rooms um, one to seventeen, or to your left after you exit the elevator bank, and nine to sixteen, or you know whatever is on the right, and the vending machine is here. And you know if we started even on like um, the main floor and said if you uh, when you get off the elevator from the elevator bank, if you turn right, you head over to the convention center, and so on and so forth. And I think that should be done. I liked the last page as incomplete as it was. It said um, rooms by floor and it had like um, main floor and it listed the rooms. Right. And things like that. That yeah. was
2: the most informative part of the yeah, description. Was, I yeah, thought. the rest that's of the it. The very was, end of it.
6: Yeah. And uh, one other
2: thing that was missing there. Did you notice there was no discussion of where there was carpet and when the, where there was no, tile? No,
6: no, there what? wasn't. And that would have been very, that's very helpful. And another suggestion I have for that layout, this is the biggest kept secret. You know, they have Braille and I assume large print exhibit maps. And by the way, I am total. So they have an exhibitor list, and I was just nebbing around. Nebby's a Pittsburgh word, by the way, a Pittsburghese word. And I was just <laughs> nipping around on the table, and I found this wonderful tactile map of the exhibit hall. And it gave booze and you can make your fingers do the walking, pretend like your finger was the person. And the one row, you know, it was one to eight on one side, nine to six coming back the other. Uh,
2: why didn't I find that? Uh,
6: no, uh. no, it was great. But, you know, I thought to myself, wouldn't it be great if they had the verbal um, hotel description and then stapled a map like that showing the floors in the hotel, make it like yeah, a map key. Th-
1: there are there are, there are some of us who talked about that and 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 planned. Be sure to put that in your survey.
6: Oh, I'm going um, to do that. And the yeah. other thing I'm going to suggest is. um I, I don't want to do away with the delegate vote. And I wouldn't want to do away with tours. You know, some people, it's expensive to go to these things. And they make it convention and vacation at the same time. And I think that would be a big mistake. And I went on that. Those tours were great. Um, but what else was I going to say? The other thing that I think needs to happen is, you know how when you check in and you register, if you want to put an ad in the paper or sign up to have, no, if you want to sign up to have the paper delivered, You have to go to a complete other place. You have to go to the communication center, okay, which is usually closed if your plane is late. And both of my flights coming and going, my connecting flights were delayed. Well,
1: you you don't have to go to the communication center. You have to go to the information desk.
6: Yeah, which is closed usually by that time. And it's not right there. Why in the modern world isn't there a spreadsheet that they could put your name on it and zap it over there? You know what I mean? So that it gets done. Because I missed two days of the paper that I paid for that I couldn't get because I couldn't get over there. I had a tour the next day and it was closed by the time I got back. You know what yeah, I mean?
1: I, I don't know what the what the what the right answer is, but I, I agree that I agree that we should at least think about it and see if there's another another thought
6: and i'm going, so, to, I'm again, going to put this right, survey oh i write yeah. a book every year i don't know if <laughs> book,
1: i'm
6: i'm going to write a book i'm going to fill up janet's suggestion box i'm going to fill up friends and arts you know box i i'm going to be but, uh, you're going to hear from you're going to be tired of hearing from me
3: <laughs> <laughs> Car- carlo is one of the hits at the friends and art by the way
6: yeah
2: oh i bet yeah.
3: You, you can do it. What did a, a, you
2: perform? You can uh, do it. Don't we
6: really be happy. The blindness edition.
3: <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> I'm always writing these goofy parodies on things.
3: Yeah, it was really, really good. Well, thank you. Good. I just
6: just wanted to tell you that I I think it was a great convention and you guys. Yes, it really was. And as far as things to do in the evening, that, you Uh, know, prose and and poetry was um, streamed. We had more participants in the um, Zoom than we did in person. And that was on um, at night, you know.
1: There there was there. There there were some evening events, but I don't know. I I don't know how many of them were streamed. so
6: and if nothing else those tours those yeah. were great those audio tours in the exhibit hall on the verge they
1: were good panel. yep so, yep
6: anyhow i, I don't want to uh, outstay miss
3: carla well thank you thank a lot you for your call, your
6: call. Well, thank yep. you you
16: take care
3: And Christy Crespin, please.
16: Yeah. So I thought she was going to be done sooner. (laughs) The time is running short. So I attended virtually from Highland, California, and I loved it. Um, In the evenings, I wish there was more to do. uh, And I wish instead of that, I'm sorry, Rick, that music has got to go. It's horrible.
3: Oh, come on.
16: That music's good. Absolutely. bonkers and and you know it's like oh my god i can't listen i'm not going to turn it on until at least exactly the time because that music is just god awful what, 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 would, what would you
3: rather what kind of music i would rather, you rather have
16: out? you take the the uh the cafe when the cafe music was on you know uh-huh. from the blind uh-huh. people that were right. blind artists that was good Okay. Um the the channel 3. Oh no. That was and it was the same music all the time and it was like ah, Yeah. That's I attended tr- that's
0: Treasure Trove. Okay. Please well att- thank you. I
16: I attended with Nellie Emerson and both of us were like no, oh
0: You could listen <laughs> to it while you're trying to go to sleep and you
16: will. Oh, no. No. I I won't. I'll pull I'll pull the rest of my of my not very much hair out. Um my internet went out on thursday i was so oh, no. frustrated yeah right after almost right after the vote uh, that was the day that was the day no we
3: lost power in the booth too i think uh, yeah, yes thursday <laughs>
16: i lost we lost all of my internet and everything and my daughter just came and fixed my phones and the TV today so it was horrible and it was frustrating but um i had got the internet back on for the banquet i loved the banquet speaker i would like to have his speech in text i would love to read his speech cuz you know i didn't get to hear all of it um exactly i but don't think I, that
1: should i don't think that should be a problem unless he's got Copyright issues surrounding us distributing it. So yep. be sure to put that in your survey.
16: I will. I think it should go in the Braille forum, that speech. It was wonderful. Yep. It was so yep. good. Yep. I'm, and I'm a therapist and I have uh, clients on BetterHelp. And I sent many of my clients the E plus R equals O. Because it is nice. so true. Event plus response equals outcome.
3: Yeah, yeah, it was great.
2: I'm I'm curious about something.
16: Uh-huh. Um, there
2: were two times during the speech that I felt uncomfortable. Uh, when he was speaking to uh, a lady in the audience.
16: Oh, I know what you're talking about.
2: That role-playing part yeah. that he did, right? Um, I,
16: yeah. That I made wonder, me
2: very uncomfortable.
16: I wondered how very she felt. Yeah, I wondered I, how she I, felt.
2: I have a Uh, sighted person who was watching, and it was clear that neither of them knew this was going to happen. Right. So, and and the guy, you know, it was relatively positive, that interchange, right? Uh, But with the lady, you are the dumbest person I have ever met.
16: Yeah, yeah. He could have. It made me cringe. He could have, uh, because I was thinking to myself, oh, my God. What it, you know, I mean, I knew where he was going with it, but still, when you're on the receiving end of that, it's like, okay, we're this is, you know, yeah, it wasn't a, pretty. A role, this is a role play or whatever. I know he was doing it for effect. Um, but again, you have to consider your audience, and you could see the look on his face as a sighted person, but as a blind person, all we have. Is the voice is
2: the audio all we audio?
16: is the are those words so yeah we we do need to be careful but i did like i did like what he said um and and um i loved the workshops i thought they were great i wish i could have gone to all of them so i can't wait till they all come out on acb business i have so many acb links and it's like okay which ones are being retired which ones have been retired and why can't we continue using those some of those old um podcast links i don't understand
1: i'm not sure what i'm not sure what you're saying
16: rick and larry know the podcast links for like acb um diabetics in action um the other acb thing because the one that they're using now seems to be acb business for everything
3: yeah that's First a new see, one send me, send me an yeah. email just letting me know exactly which podcast you're talking about and i'll get back yeah. to you on it. my email is rmorin at acb.org how run- do you
16: spell your last name
3: m-o-r-i-n
16: okay thank you
0: we're running yeah, out of time please. but i think there's, there's yeah. some things that you probably aren't aware of that you still can do but, yeah,
3: and and, and not everything is going to business. But no. I, I'd like to get your feedback because we'll yeah. we'll definitely work on communicating that better. So yeah,
1: good. I, I, yeah,
16: that I, would be great. Right.
3: Thank you.
16: Thank cool. you so much. Thanks, Christy. Yep. Take Thanks care, you, Christy.
3: Yeah, uh, Denise Colley. Hi, Madam guys. Madam Secretary.
16: <laughs> Madam
2: Secretary, might might I take a moment and tell you how impressed I was with the way you were handling. The roll call, absolutely. Uh, wow. It was, it was a, a thing of beauty. It truly was. And if you got Thank into you. the rhythm of how you were doing it, your job as a delegate was easy. And every time yep. a delegate stepped outside of that rhythm, I wanted to reach up and choke them like a chicken. <laughs> <laughs>
4: so I mean, they really like, did like do Texas? a good job, and, like, and people like Texas, were yeah. really. Yeah. They were really responsive. So that was, you know, it was great. Um, probably the, the thing that my highlight was just that I got to see people and talk to people I had not met before. I just knew voices and from the yes. community. And so that was very cool. And the other thing for me was uh, a personal thing. I had several people that I'd not met before. Uh make comments and speak about my husband. And that was, that, that was just extremely special. My two biggest complaints were number one, the hotel description is, was, always has been horrible. It usually makes no sense. Why do they always have to start from the front door? Why can't they start from the elevator? Because you don't go everywhere from the front door. And secondly, You know, a a totally blind person, I mean, a cane user versus a guide dog user versus a totally blind person versus a person with low vision, all use different types of information to get around. And I think we need to do something about how the hotel description is put together, or there needs to be more people involved in that process to make it make more sense, because we'd all be able to move around more quickly and more easily and get to places we were supposed to right. get to i was finding myself leaving a half an hour before i had to be anywhere just to make sure i got there on time and that was just and, very frustrating
1: right and and maybe we need we need to recognize that we simply have to have two different descriptions
4: yes agreed or, or at least uh, two yeah or at least two
1: yeah and i think that's a really di- good point yep I, Go I'm ahead,
4: put that in my, on my in my survey my other real disappointment was those of us at the head table at the banquet could understand nothing that was being said by anybody,
1: huh. including I, the I don't
4: The sound was just awful where we were. You could hear what people were saying. I mean, you could hear people, but you couldn't understand the word they were saying hardly, and it was really hard. So that was disappointing.
2: Is there a that monitor was, speaker at the head table area,
3: uh, Rick? Uh, I mean, points will' taken. The monitor speakers were taken down, and uh, that won't happen next year.
4: Yeah, it was it was really disappointing. And, and but, the other but, thing, but you, I guess
3: you you could hear everything though during the sessions, right?
4: Yes, yes, everything was perfect up there during the sessions. Yeah, we had no problems. Yeah, and the other thing, I guess I'd quickly say, and I don't know what we can do about this. You know, nobody wants to have the convention to be any longer. Everybody says we need to make it shorter. We need to make it shorter. And yet then people are saying, but we want more time for resolutions to discuss and ask questions. We were yep. in, in, in those sessions till 11, 12 o'clock Eastern time, a couple of nights. I mean, they were long evenings. Yes, and, they are. And that was frustrating. And everything was frustrating. <laughs> And I know we have the same problem when we're all in person, but I wish there was a way of I, I I found myself wanting to when I was when I was keeping track of who were who wanted to speak for and who wanted to get, speak against. It was the same people, every yeah. resolution. And, and I know and it was because they were the people that got their hands up the fastest, but it seemed unfair to me.
1: Yeah, yeah. We, we we have to come up with with some other better way of doing it. Um, And I think, you know, I think eventually we got to the point where we said, you know, so-and-so, you've already spoken three times. We're not going to recognize you again. But it took us a long time to get there.
4: Yeah, I found myself wanting to do that. I found myself saying, no, you've already spoken twice. I don't want, you can't talk again.
1: Denise, Denise, Uh thank you for your call, dear.
4: Thank you. Thanks for your but call.
2: Denise, I also want to say yours was the best conduction as chair during the resolutions time. You didn't yep. chair very long, but it was right. But you on did well. You. it was yep. excellent.
4: Thank you, because I didn't know until right before that that was going to happen. I so. know.
1: <laughs> I know. That made it even more impressive. <laughs> Brian, you have you have fifteen seconds to say goodbye. Goodbye. And we'll see you at next year's convention. And um, I don't know what we're doing on Tuesday topics next week because I haven't really thought about it. I just got back from convention. But stay tuned tomorrow, and uh, we we will have something written so you'll find out. In the meantime, thanks for being at the convention. Thanks for being a part of our program, and good night.